0: Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live. Father God, I thank you for this morning, Lord. I just ask you, God, to bless those that are tuned to RBM this morning. I ask the Lord to be a part of this 30 minutes as we share the Word with you. Israel is ready to leave Egypt. It was a, a very, very difficult move. Yesterday I shared with you Psalm 68 as David commemorates that departure. He and David says in Psalm 68, verse 1, Let God arise. Let His enemies be scattered. Let them also who, f- who hate Him flee before Him. And so, we're at a time where everything is about to happen. And in, in, the, in Numbers chapter 10, verse 35, there's a certain order as God began to move His people. By the way, the cloud uh, moved. In, in other words, what's going to happen here, if the procedure of just moving 3 million people from Egypt all the way and of course Egypt I'm talking about is Ramses which is Tunis is northern Egypt close to the Nile they came down to Succoth, went up to Pelusium, down all the way to Mount Sinai and of course Mount Sinai north and they crossed the Red Sea and they moved to Kadesh in north into Jericho and, of course, a camp out in Jericho. That strategy there is supposed to be 11 days. Yeah, 11 days to get out and get to where the the promised land is. 11 days travel. Every morning doing 10 miles, 15, 20, 30 miles. But it took 40 years. And so, I want you to know that uh, the rebelliousness of the people of Israel was so great they couldn't get along with God and I'm sharing with you today because you see it might be the problem you can hear all the voices that you can hear in the world but you can't hear the voice of God yourself it's a dark moment when you can't hear the voice of God where other people tell you what to do oh, I, 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 I prefer to die now Let's begin, and I'm sharing with you how they got together with Moses. In, in Numbers chapter 10, verse 14, it says, In the first place went the standard of the camp of the children of Judah. The standard of the camp here is the Ark of the Covenant. And, of course, the children of Judah, Judah's praise. So, Judah as a tribe, goes first, carrying the ark. Right before that, uh, you have the people of God that uh, would be comprised of uh, Isaacar. So let me read this to you. Judah means praise. So Israel was led by praise as they marched out of Egypt into the promised land. The ark, they carry the ark. The ark is first, the praise is second, and the third were six wagons which carry the temple of God, the tabernacle of Moses. And so, when I explain to you what is a tabernacle of Moses means, it is that God created, gave orders, about what to do. Three times God builds the Ark of Noah. He gave the measurements, the details. The second thing God did as He built a structure was, of course, the tabernacle of Moses in the wilderness. Every piece of that structure, God told what to do about it. Specifically, if you read the Scriptures, especially in Numbers in in, in, and... in Deuteronomy it's all all over explaining what to do then third he built the temple of Solomon and so he is giving orders on how to march because you see when we I read to you Psalm 68 let God arise let his enemies be scattered to let you know that when God arises the enemies are scattered and those who hate him will flee When God arises, the enemies are scattered. And those who hate God will flee. What do you mean? It means that every time God moves in an environment, every time God moves in a local church, every time God moves into, uh, for instance, a Methodist conference, there's a division today. The division is, is, in a way, the hand of God saying, I had enough. The enemies are fleeing. And let me tell you, you cannot in no shape or form create anything you want. The enemies, when they flee, they're defeated. And so, God will arise. The enemies will be scattered. And if you hate God, you'll flee from Him. And He will flee from you. And there will be a tremendous movement of the Spirit in those that stay with the truth of the Gospel. And so the Ark of the Covenant, representing the presence of God, is ahead of everything. In other words, the way we deal with this is all enemies flee before the shed blood of Christ. All enemies flee when God is creating an environment where His presence is accepted. I'm an evangelist. I've been an evangelist for 50 years. And I tell you, I dealt with a rebellious people. I dealt with uh, people that hated God. They hated me. And I couldn't understand why they hated me. It's because I have the presence of God in me. And I, when God arises, the enemies are scattered. So if you are an enemy of those who have the Holy Spirit in them, you scattered. And those of you who hate God, you will flee. You will not stand. You will run. you run out of gas. And so, Israel is prepared to move out of the wilderness. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Isaacar. Now remember, Isaacar is one of the twelve tribes. Was Nathaniel the son of Zuar? And over the host of the tribe of the children of Zebulun? Was Eliab the son of Elon. Notice that there is, a, there is a, a tribe of Genesis 49, a tribe of Israel, Followed by a person in charge, in terms of the host of the tribe of Judah, of Issachar was Nathaniel. Zebulun, Eliab. Now, in then on verse 17 says the tabernacle is taken down, <coughs> meaning the tabernacle of Moses is taken down in the wilderness. And the sons of Gershon, the sons of Meridi, forward, bearing the tabernacle. So in other words, the general structure of the apparatus was packed in six wagons, carried by ox as they push each wagon. all the ingredients, the cover, the tent, the ark is up front, and they're they're taking all of that in a trip that could last 11 days but it lasted 40 years. And I'll share with it. In the stand of the camp of Reuben. Now Reuben, the host was Elizur; Simeon was Shemuel. Gad was Eliasaf. The Kohotites bearing the sanctuary, the others did set up the sanctuary against they came. So in other words, the Kohotites would take carrying in their backs, the utensils of the sanctuary. So you needed to have Gershon, because Gershon is in charge of the, of the sanctuary walls. All the uh, hair engraved, uh, twisted together from flocks, carrying 60 feet of, of, of a curtain. All of those wagons were carrying but the utensils here, then, is the Kohotites, And so, the standard of the camp was carried and forward by Ephraim, which is one of the twelve tribes. And, of course, Manasseh was Gamaliel. And the host of the tribe of children, Benjamin, was Abedan. And the last one was Dan. Now, Dan brought the rear. And whose name means judgment. Anyone came against God, God will judge. So I want you to see that there is a structure created by the Lord to move in the in the in the desert. And of course, it wasn't Moses speaking. Okay, it was it was for instance the communication was this. There were two. God told him to build two silver trumpets of the same silver. Without any 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 addiction, addition to it, one piece of brass, one piece of brass, one trumpet, another piece of brass, two trumpets. And when God wanted to talk to the elders, uh, they would he would speak to Moses, and Moses would blow one trumpet. But when God wanted to talk to all the three million people through Moses, then two trumpets would blow together. Ba, 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 ba. The back was carried by Gad. This means that any enemy who attempted to strive Israel from the rear would be judged by the Lord. Over the tribe of the children of Asher was Pagiel. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, remember the twelve the twelve tribes, was Ahirah, the son of Inan. It is said when we read that hear these names and realize that they all perish in the wilderness because of lack of faith. The only ones that survived was Joshua and Caleb. I'd say about three, three, 300,000 people, or four three, three hundred or two hundred thousand people in the two the two tribes. They're the only ones who survived. And so we're dealing with uh this movement, and and it says and it come to pass that when the ark set forward, then Moses said this, Rise up. On Psalm 68, David says, Rise up, Lord. Let your enemies be scattered. That's what Moses said. And let them who hate you flee before you. So the Psalm 68 that I've been sharing with you this morning seems to have been written as a result of this prayer of Moses. Moses is praying as they begin the journey. Let it be ever known, if our faith is firmly anchored on the cross of Jesus Christ, giving the Holy Spirit latitude to work within our lives, the enemies will definitely be scattered, will be defeated. And so what I'm saying with you today, is that when God arises, the enemies are scattered, and those who hate God will flee. Now, what is to whom is God moving Moses to say that? Primarily to the to the Israelites. There were a lot of enemies within those three million. There were some of the uh, of the people from Egypt that came with Israel uh, to flee from Pharaoh. And it says, and when it rested when the tribe, when the, when the ark stopped, is because the cloud stopped. When the cloud moved, the people moved. It was God directing traffic using the cloud as a red light or a green light. And when it rested, he said, "Return, O Lord, unto the many thousands of Israel." So the, on the ark and the cloud set forth. It was the Almighty God going going on before to victory. When the ark and the cloud rested, it was the merciful God, creator of the universe, uh, 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 rested. Now that is the way battle is is performed. You know, if there's a need, let's say you are in the midst of a storm. And uh, it is a storm that uh, is bothering you. It is destroying your peace. You need to have God to show you through the cloud. Now, there's no cloud that can come to Athens, Georgia, or Atlanta, Georgia, or anywhere to give you direction. How do you do that? You stop moving. Okay? You stop moving. And you ask the Lord, God, what do you need me to do today? Do you ask me to do this? And you bring people into fasting, you bring people into communion, you bring people into prayer, you begin people to a visual. You know, in Brazil, a lot of a lot of things are decided during a visual where the church comes and spends the night all over the sanctuary. Those who hate God will flee. You don't want people to come to a visual that hate God. The miracles of God are performed by God, not by you. The Lord knows how to move His people. The Lord knows how to perform His task. The Lord knows how to do things. Not you. You're not the one who's going to do it. God is going to do it through you. But we need an obedient voice. And so Moses was the obedient voice. And so Moses stayed in his tent. And he heard the Lord say, Call the people together, and uh, it's it's a wonderful thing to see how God moved, how God performed His service, how God worked the the cloud, the glory of the cloud. Look at uh, on chapter nine, on verse fifteen of Numbers. It says, and on that day that the tabernacle was reared up, the cloud, the glory of the Lord covered the temple, the tabernacle, namely the tent of the testimony. At the evening there was upon the tabernacle it is the appearance of fire until the morning. And so, so it was always the cloud covered by day in the appearance of fire by night. <coughs> As they moved, now why it took four years? It's because you see, we want everybody, we want everybody to move along with the cloud. Some people would not move against With the cloud moved. They're dragging back there. And Gad have to just say, get up in that up front. Come on, get up. You can't, you can't pay. We're moving. The problem with the church is that we want everybody to make it and to move it. And Some people hate God. The miracle happens not with everybody. It happens with a few. If 200 people are committed to God and follow God, God will perform the miracle. God will not perform the miracle with a hundredfold. Why? Because many in the fold hate God, just like the Israelites. There were, there were Egyptians mixed with it. There are people who, <coughs> all of them, 90% died as they got into, out, out across the Red Sea into Jericho. So let me ask you this when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle then after that the children of Israel sojourned and in the place where the cloud abode there the children of God pitched their tents God protected by day and by night He planned for them you know if you look at the at the source of bread bread is really was uh, collected in the morning, after the dew of the night fell, the dew is just a little wet, uh, moist that come over the ground. On top of the, of the dew was the bread. And if you research the bread it becomes a raisin, a, raisin, a raisin. In other words, it is a, a vitamin. It is something substantial that is necessary. Uh, to have in terms of health it wasn't just wheat it was much more powerful than that it smelled and tasted like bread with oil olive oil and so he took care of the bread he chose their campground he decided when they were to march and when they were to rest according to the word of the Lord they journey, and according to the word of the Lord They abode in their tents. Whether by day or by night, or whether there were two days or three days or a year or a month, the Lord will not move according to what they wanted. God took time to prepare the people that would actually come into the promised land. And so what I'm saying with you this morning is that victory in your local church will not happen with a 90% attendance. Victory in the local church happens when those who love God will arise. Let God arise and the enemies be scattered. If people begin to leave, if people just begin to stop giving, if people begin to criticize and and, and accuse and condemn, let them go. Let them go. You're not supposed to please them. You're not supposed to care if they are, if they hate God, you don't want them. Let them go. Let those who believe in what they believe, contrary to scripture, contrary to the word of God, creating a new culture, let them go. Listen, at the end of the times, only twenty five percent of the whole world's population of six billion, plus those who have died already, only twenty five percent will make it to eternity. Or maybe less than that, ten percent. Numbers vary. Whether by day or by night, whether it was two days or a month or a year, Israel's shepherd left his flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Ah, I tell you, that was it, it. Was it was it was so amazing. Verse 18 says, "At the commandment of the Lord, the children of Israel sojourned, journeyed, and at the commandment of the Lord they pitched." Verse 18, chapter nine of Numbers. As long as the cloud abode upon the tabernacle, they rested in their tents. Now, what do you mean resting? Let God perform what He wants to perform. We're going to Brazil in about two weeks. I've been resting in the presence of the Lord. Everybody's working to put things together so I can go. I'd say about 10, 15 people this very moment organizing different areas, different facets of the ministry, of the preaching. My job is not to somehow hurry up, it's just to rest. And I've been resting. And this is what the Lord has been telling me. The church without the presence of the cloud of the glory of the Lord is like a truck weighing a thousand pounds, a million pounds, who can't move one inch. <clears throat> Have you seen a big truck fall into the mud? Tons and tons of lumber, lumber all over that truck. But the wheels are smashed way down in the middle of the mud. <clears throat> it's not going to go anywhere. Without the cloud and the glory of the Lord, it's not going to go anywhere. You got to rest peaceful rest, close the door of your office, lift your arms and your hands before God, and say to Him, O Heavenly Father, I praise You this morning, Lord, that You are my rest, my strength, my sufficiency. You are the one who supports me, blesses me of God. I pray, Lord, that You watch over me, God, resting upon Your presence. You are my provision, my sufficiency, my 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 food, my shelter, my, my my rent. Oh God, I come before you this morning, Lord, resting, resting upon you, Lord. I can't move until you tell me to move. I can't say anything until you tell me what to say. I can't cry until you give me tears. God, have mercy upon my life, God. I rest upon you this morning by the power of your Holy Spirit, oh God. I rest in knowing that you are my sufficiency. You're the one who took me out of Egypt into the hands of God. You're the one who took me out of the darkness of those days of of, of unbelievable sin and unbelievable slavery. And you brought me, Lord, to your presence in this very moment, God. Oh, Heavenly Father, bring back those who run from you, Lord. Bring back those who are against you, God, for they're running, God. Oh, Heavenly Father, I believe that you are able to do that in Jesus' name. So it was. When the cloud was a few days upon the tabernacle, according to the commandment of the Lord, they abode in their tents. According to the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. You don't move without God. I want you to hear that this morning. I don't care how many times I have to tell you. You don't move without God. Or you obey Him, or you're just going to be stuck in the mud. In the mud, nothing happens. Verse 21. And when, and so it was. This is Moses writing. When the cloud abode from evening unto the morning and that the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they they journeyed. Whether it was by day or by night that the cloud was taken up, they journeyed. I just want you to know that Moses is saying this over and over again. He's saying, You don't move without the cloud. You don't move without the glory of the Lord. If you don't have it, you go seek it. I told Brazil, Friday night, At uh, 9 o'clock at night, they come to church. And they have a wonderful meal, a late meal. And they begin praying. And the women sleep, and the children sleep, and the women walk, and the men pray. And they go until all day Saturday. No, Nothing to eat except the children and the pregnant women eat. Everybody else rests and fasts and at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday they go home on Sunday morning they join into worship before God and after the service the tables are full of food but they spend the night before the Lord asking God to tell us what to do I want to tell a little story about a church in Peru I was there for a visit and the pastor took me into this Large and large uh, walls. It was like a rectangle, but falling down and very, very much uh, uh, because of construction money, uh, doomed to fall. It was about 100, 100 feet by 75 feet long, uh, 120 feet by, by 75 feet wide. And as I walked with the pastor there and another brother from Atlanta, I heard the Lord say to me, I will send you the money if you give it to them to build my sanctuary. And the Lord said, $56,000. We're we're, we're the second thing, we're about to put the floor. We have a a roof already. And the couch of people have the largest sanctuary in Cauri, Pastor Wilbur, Bishop Samuel in Peru. Let me ask you this. Let me, let me read this so we can close. Or whether it were two days or a month, he's repeating himself all the time, or a year. Again, he has said three times already. It's verse 22. Numbers chapter 10, <clears throat> chapter 9. The cloud carry <coughs> upon the tabernacle. <coughs> Remain their own. The children of Israel abode in their tents. And so journey not. But when it was taken up, they journeyed. You see Moses say. Moses saying to you something here. Moses is preaching this morning to you. You don't move without the cloud. And at the commandment of the Lord, verse 23, the last the last verse from chapter 9 of Numbers. At the commitment of the Lord, they rested in their tents, and at the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord in the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. I don't know how to say it. Moses said the same thing close to, close to about 10 verses. I hope that today you make up your mind if you are in a battle, if you are, if you are moving in ministry, that you depend on the Lord. Do not move without the cloud. Do, the cloud mean, means the glory of God. The cloud means the glory of God. The shikana glory of the Lord. Heavenly Father, I pray this morning, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will speak to your people. For there are hundreds and thousands of people throughout the world, God, listening to this ministry this morning. Oh, God. God I pray that they begin to understand oh Lord that without the cloud there is no victory without the cloud there is no joy without the presence of God is just another football game oh God wake your people up Lord to realize that uh, that without the presence of the Holy Spirit of God within the sanctuary there will be no salvation no healing no deliverance nothing